Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Guarantee Home Mortgage, a true partner that every broker should have in their tool belt. With knowledgeable, responsive AEs who can create real value for your company to an operations team focused on delivering your purchase loan documents ahead of the closing date and so much more. Guarantee Home Mortgage looks forward to establishing a long-term partnership and showing brokers how they are opening doors to home ownership. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I am the broker owner of Priority Mortgage Lending here in the great state of Michigan, along with the AIM president of membership. Today, uh, I'm really excited about this one because this is someone that I have confided in for many, many years. I've known her for an extremely long time, probably longer than most AIM members that I know right here. Uh, but today, I'm going to be interviewing a mortgage broker with Approved Mortgage. Her name is Carrie Johnson. Carrie, thanks for joining us today. No, thank you, Mark. Nice to see you. Yes, great to see you as well. So we're going to hop right into this because I know you're uh, you're a heavy producer. Um, with that being said, your time's valuable here. So let's just hop right into it. I always love to hear the story and how you kind of related to how did you get started in this industry? Like, there's no way you, you know, graduated high school, graduated from wherever and said, I want to be a mortgage broker. No, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And do we ever really go with the majors, you know, that we went to college with, so, you know, the vocation, but um, so a little background on me, um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, um, and what moved me to the Midwest, which is in the area that I'm at is I went to uh, grad school in Chicago for my PhD in IO psychology, industrial organizational psychology. So anyone that kind of knows what IO psychology is, it's more stats. It's, you know, what, what do you do to consult a fortune 500 company? with statistics to get them to the next level. So that was my passion. That's what I went to grad school for. And um, ironically, in the summer, I was meeting uh, one of my sisters and lived in Indiana at that time. And so I was visiting the Midwest. And um, in that summer, I decided, to, hey, I'm going to take a summer job. And I uh, took a selling airtime <laughs> to get to know the community, you know, so I uh, was just, you know, embracing kind of like get, get to know these people in this community. What What's the Midwest like? Right. So I went into um, I run clear broker shop um, and that's kind of how I literally walked into it, like this industry, you know, and so I walked in. So, so there. hold on here. You were yeah. you were selling airtime and yes. you walked into a broker shop and that's how you got your start. Yes. Yes. OK, I got to hear this. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> So I walked in um, and actually at that time, um, it, it was a big company, um, you know, nationwide. They were a very big company. I won't say their name. Um, they ironically don't exist anymore, but um, walked in there just to sell some airtime. And um, the, the owner or manager said, hey, I want to hire you. You know, so I, I knew a little bit about mortgages just, you know, because they don't teach you much about, you know, mortgages in, in college or anything. But I did know I'm good in selling. I do know I'm extremely analytical, you know, with numbers. Um, and so I, uh, I I said, sure, why not? What do I have to lose? You know, and then I, I met John, my significant other. And I, I left, you know, doing completing my PhD and have never looked back never regretted it. Um, and it's just home for me. It's just, 
It's, you know, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, right? You know, and I'm passionate yeah. about what I do. You know this already. I've been doing this for 20 years. So it's, um, for me, it's it's a passion that I love and, and I, I get the opportunity every day to, to you know, carry that, that love, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Well, there's a couple things I'm going to, I'm going to touch on with you, with, with you being in the business for, I like to say like 10, 12 plus years, especially in the time frame. but how did you get with approved mortgage? So at that time, uh, I, uh, had some friends that went there. Um, I was in Indianapolis at that time and, um, they just word of mouth and, and recruiting. And most of the time, you know, I'm assuming most brokers are kind of like me, our phones right now are being blown up by recruiting. Right. But I, I kind of always put those aside and, and never really ever, you know, dive into it, but kind of saw the writing on the wall and, you know, my friends felt like it was a successful place. And so, um, you know, I thought, why, why not? So that's kind of what drew me there, but also with the fact that, um, Derek, um, I live in Lafayette, which is Purdue County, you know, country, I should say here. Oh, and yeah. so I, I just tired of that commute too. So Derek said, absolutely. I put an office together for you in Lafayette and, um, and we did, that's what we did. So perfect. Perfect. Well, so you've been in the business a long time. You're extremely successful. And if you guys don't know Carrie stat, she is extremely successful when it comes to this. She's, it's fair to say you're one of the biggest producers in Indiana. Wouldn't you say? I've always been the top loan officer in Indiana. So number one, um, for since 2018, I think since UWM has kept, uh, kept a record of it. So, you know, yeah. So, so, so there you go. So everyone who's listening, yeah. she's, she's a, she's a, she's a big hitter here. Uh, but with that being said, and you've been in the business so long and so successful, it, a lot of people are trying to relate this to like the 0809 crash. Uh, I was in it during that time. I don't see it the same way. And I know some people are doing a great job of saying, okay, well, this is the time to go dominate now. Right. And some people are freaking out. Like, what do you see going on right now? Like, how are you taking this all in? You know, I only had, you know, I'd say I was newer even back then. I started in 2001, right. And 2008 happened. Honestly, I didn't know any better. And and going into it blind is a good thing. You know, I, I didn't mm -hmm. have any, yes, I was kind of a little freaking out because I just built a pretty nice big house and we were closing in 2008. So it was, you know, oh, okay, great. And my builder came in, you know, un, you know, over budget too. So yeah, you know, you have 2008, you know, happening, but honestly, it, everyone, you know, with a whole, you know, you go just chill out, honestly, if anyone is not embracing change right now, you're going to get eaten up by it, you know, and that, that might sound a little harsh, but expect change. It's called this industry. It is change and you embrace it. And, um, so the confidence level that I still have is there. Um, I, I don't really see too much of a tick down in business. Yeah, there's a little, you know, if we're wanting to refer ourselves to last year, last year was an anomaly. It's, it wasn't, right. you know, it's not going to always be like last year. So that's kind of like, you know, comparing yourself to like, Hey, I was a size two in high school, right? Why would we do this? <laughs> you know, don't do that. Right. You know, it's, it's silly to do that. So, you know, at, at some point you have to go, it is what it is. I'm damn good at what I do and accept it. 
and you move on and, and, and allow that to shine because honestly, this is a great time. It's, it's what I said, Hey, let's weed those out that had entered or exited that industry in 2008. Guess what? They're back last year. They came back and Avengers like easy money, right? This is awesome. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and dominate. And this is that opportunity. So see it as an opportunity, not as a challenge always in life. Right. Love that. Absolutely love that. And you have to. I mean, if, if yeah. anything that I keep telling people now is, okay, are there still people buying homes? The answer is yes. Okay. And we are blowing retail away right now when it comes to interest rates. So it's our job to just go find them because they're there. But no, I, I really appreciate you saying that. I, I just want to get across to the community that there, you know, there's more people like you out there that are trying to be positive about this and looking at this as a challenge changing the way they do business and that's okay because like you said you're damn good at what you do um let's hop into this realtor relationships you uh you you have you have great realtor relationships so yeah. how how do you turn like let's talk about your relationships okay i mean are you more or less like a person that picks up the phone hey do you want to have a cup of coffee or when you get a purchase agreement in are you trying to capture both real estate agents how do you go about creating realtor relationships you know, when you meet people, you're like, you know, hey, I want to, I want to know that person, right? Be that person that's people want. Hey, I want some of that, right? You know, I want that, and so I, I'm not probably the best loan officer to say I'm constantly inviting realtors for lunch and um, and a cup of coffee. I don't do that. I really haven't ever really done that, even from the get go when I was trying to, you know, establish relationships because. Before the company that I mentioned earlier was just a refi only broker shop, you know, and I knew the writing on the wall. Hey, when rates start to take up that that's going to end, right? You got what's going to sustain you is relationships with realtors. So I literally went from complete cutoff of going, hey, you're solely refi to going, hey, you're solely commissioned. You need to make this happen with the realtors. And so, you know, do you do that now? Does it take time? Absolutely. It does. Right. It takes time, you know, but I'm not a loan officer that wines and dines. I kind of approach everything as to how I want to be on the other side. Quite frankly, I can buy my own lunch. Right. You know, so I think realtors sometimes think that way too. So I, I might go against the mold of going, yeah, always mm -hmm. you know, connect, you know, always, you know, do that. I don't do that. Um, I I do try to show up at my closings now post COVID. I don't, but I think, you know, when you have on the other side of the table, you know, the listing agent going, you did a phenomenal job on this. You knocked it out of the ballpark. You know, these little things where you say, Hey, you got to clear to close in five you know, days. If you don't yep. send those out to the realtors, you're, you're not wise. <laughs> you're not wise. Toot your own horn and say, I'm good at what I do and make them know that. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's where they're going, Hey, I, I, I have a deal, you know, and most of the time when you go to those closings, you'll walk away going, Hey, can I, I you know, the listing, Hey, can I talk to you about a deal that I have going on? So really just that confidence level is key for knowing what you do. I'm a very intellectual person. So I feel like some of these realtors go, Hey, you're my encyclopedia, right? I'm calling you to ask a question on this deal. Do I mind that? No, not at all. You know, even if it's a deal placed with another competitor, right? That's okay with me. I'm still solidifying that relationship over and over again. And those are things that to establish that relationship does take time 
that honestly, if you can wow them with your service, who's not going to take you up on that, right? Who's not going to go ahead and say, I, I want to partner with you as well. Cause man, your average, you know, last year was, we closed more than a, a, a loan a day, right? We closed over 360 loans last year myself. And uh, wow. our average was 11.7 days, you know, and there's a reason for that, you know, every deal, whether I have two months from now, it's, it's like my hair is on fire, right? I got to get it done because then I can still send it out going, Hey, just twin my thumbs over here. You know, we still got, you know, another month left to close. It's all good. Those are things that the confidence level of, you know, a realtor going, Hey, I want some of that. Make them want that, you know, make them, make them ask, not you ask, you know, is what it comes down to. Cause I don't ask for business. I've been raised a little you know, that you don't ask for any help, you make that happen. So you control your destiny and, uh, and just make it happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, you have great realtor relationships. You, 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 you do it the right, you kind of do it more. I'm going to be honest with you the way I do it. I, I don't call realtors and ask them for, if they want to have a cup of coffee, it's just not, it's not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would rather show them something that I'm doing good and then say, okay, you know, how can we help each other here? You know, and create a partnership as I like to say, but you know, with, with you closing that many deals in a year, which is phenomenal. Those, those are big time numbers there. How do you stay top of mind with them? Because that's a, that's a lot to handle. I mean, yeah. not only just writing the loans and doing the loans, because I know how involved you are with your loans, but like, how do you stay yeah. top of mind with all these realtors? Yeah. Well, you know, there's uh, obviously there's some realtors I just have relationships. So if they don't hear from me, they know everything's going swimmingly and they're going, hey, uh, you know, their inspections holding everything up. Not me. You know, I've already had my docs at the title company. So, you know, do I every single deal go, hey, we got the prison signed off on I can't find and uh, hey, we're clear to close. You know, a lot of times I'll say the clear to close but I don't every single step along the way, give them an update. I really don't, you know? So I do tell clients and realtors, no news is good news, right? Um, quite frankly, you just don't have the time in the day. You know, if, if you're very hands-on, I am extremely hands-on. Um, there's no way I don't know what's going on with each and every file. I'm not a loan officer that passes the deal off to my processor and allows it to go from there. I don't do that. That's not whatever happens with me. Um, but I like control over my files very much so. So that's something that, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't always, you know, pick up the phone and call, call, call. I'm more taking the calls from the realtors giving me new business. So those are keep on originating, right? You know, so those that you've already established that trust, I don't feel like Mark, you need to, you know, always stay in front of them, you know, because they already, you know, you can kind of do no wrong, right? They're, they're pretty solid relationship there, which is a good thing. So that's what you aim to, to facilitate and nurture with the, the new ones coming in that are going to use you. So you brought up something interesting there that, you know, what's, I mean, that's a lot of loans. <laughs> that number is still sticking in my head, but with that being said, uh, you know, what's going on with every single loan. So how yeah. much time and how much detail do you put into each loan? I mean, I know you have a processor, yeah. Uh, but like how much, 
Tell, tell me the detail that you're going into each loan with, because you know exactly what's going on with it. Yeah. So we're an extremely um, detail-oriented person. It's just who I am, a beyond detail-oriented. So we have a very detailed um, Google spreadsheet. We use Google because it's updated all the time. I have verbals, BOE, title, closing date, consummation date, um, appraisal due date, um, did I get my, um, you know, income in, you know, did they verify it? When's my assets expiring? When's my income expiring? This is all on a Google spreadsheet. So every single one of my clients, I just move them over to the close and I'm moving on, you know, so they're all in a Google spreadsheet. We like Google spreadsheet. It's just real time updated. Um, and so that's what we do, you know, meticulously go through and, Hey, we got that verbal. We're good to go. Hey, the, BOE was or the um, CD was sent out yesterday. Uh, did they sign it? You know, every morning come in, hit the consummate, you know, and, uh, and keep meticulous, meticulous detail because honestly, you're going to mess up if you don't have that level of detail. So that's what we use. Wow. It's funny. I, I spoke to uh, another, another big producer and, you know, and, and I love CRMs. I think, you know, it, it's a, it's a great tool, but this other big producer I spoke to as well, he was in Google sheets as well. I was cracking okay. up. I'm like, yeah, this, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's good to have a process, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, how are you getting the business and how are you taking care of your clients mm -hmm. and taking care of your relationships? And obviously you have a process down and it's working for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, one thing I know about you and you've already said it is, you know, like how, you know, you're, you're willing to change. Right. And one of the ways I think you change is with collaboration. So how do you collaborate with people within our industry? Within the industry, you know, um, UWM has a mastermind, uh, meeting every quarter, you know, that, um, they bring in the top, I don't know if it's the top 50 loan officers they bring in nationwide. And, you know, those are good things where you can go, what's working for them. That's great. Mm -hmm. You know, that, um, you know, I can, I can glean from, you know, so I always tell people, I always want to learn. That's always where my heart is. You know, one of the best parts of this industry, I feel like is an ever learning. And if you're not learning, then maybe you need to look and go, what am I missing here? You know, but, um, you know, for me, Mark, it's, it's, it's meeting those other top heavy hitters that are going, Hey, what is it that you're doing? You know, a lot of times we have a lot of common denominators, you know, and it was kind of cool to go to these meetings and go, they're doing the same thing I'm doing, you know, they're doing the exact same thing. So I guess if it works, it works. Right. But then right, you right. Get it like, okay, you know, what are you guys doing for recruiting? What can I do better? I have Purdue in my backyard. So why am I not tapping into hungry, you know, um, students that, you know, want to do internships, stuff like that. You know, those are things that you can really learn from that, um, you know, I embrace, you know, what, what can I be a better carry, you know, and those are things that if you miss out on any uh, opportunity to listen to your heavy hitters of what they're doing, then you're missing out. You're selling yourself short for being a better person overall. So. Well, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you here. Um, when, when you go to these masterminds, like what, how do you get the most out of this? I know you say you collaborate, but there's gotta be a little bit more. I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more of a secret sauce here. Um, like, let, let me ask you this. Give me one common denominator that you seem to see with these heavy hitters. One common denominator is everyone is 
99% purchasers, you know, they don't just, they're not a refi shop, you know, too. So that's, you know, if, if your broker community is watching this, if you don't switch gears, you, you, you know, hopefully figure it out before you go under, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Right. So we're all purchase driven. Um, we're very hands-on, you know, that was a common denominator with all of us. The secret sauces, you know, they, they tend to, uh, you know, just nurture those relationships over time. You know, some are all about going after um, new construction. You know, they wanted to do that, you know. So, you know, those are those are things that, you know, you can learn from. But the common denominator is they're all successful, competitive people. You know, I'm competitive within Carrie Johnston. I don't tend to look to others to beat them. You know, if, if, yeah, trust me, if I'm like, Hey, I could have been number 34 in the nation in units with UWM last year, I would have done it. You know, I was number tied for number 35. Tying is like sucks, you know, tying, you know, <laughs> tie. who, who wants to tie, you know? So, um, it, you, you have extremely competitive people, you know, but the one common denominator of, overall life you have your excuse finders in life and you have your second people are i'm going to take the bull by the horns and i control my destiny and only i control my destiny and those are your bill gates of the life you know those are your successful people they're not inflicted upon they're not the victim they are the destiny and the buck stops here kind of people. And that's your overall. And that's life. You know that you might have been taught that way to go, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down right now on where I am volume wise because, you know, these realtors aren't giving me as much business because they're down or blaming on a no turn pivot. And it's you. And until you know, everything is determined by you. And, and no one else is going to control you and your destiny, the better you're going to go, wow, I'm successful now. That's, that's what that was about. And in overall life, you know, you have your excuse finders and you have your, um, I control my destiny people. And in that room where I control my destiny people. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I think right now, especially in these times, you know, people need to hear that. I mean, we, we truly are, you know, when we start talking about the broker community, we truly are the best out there. I mean, it's, it's hands down. The, the thing that I see, you know, from our broker community compared to what I see there, like I have a, I have a person in my area who's, who's in retail and just like their process, their everything, the way they handle their, their clients, it's just, it doesn't even touch what we do, you know I mean? In, in, throughout the broker community. So no, you're absolutely right. And another thing I want to touch on and make sure that everyone hears this, because I think I said this on my very first podcast is the successful people in the industry always focus on purchases and refis are just gravy refis are just oh this is what i'm going to go spend my extra money on our business if you want to be successful if you want to be long term is always going to be purchases yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're living you're living proof of it <laughs> yeah well the other thing i might add to that point you know i think some of these um people coming in the industry too are are going, Carrie, I feel like I have to take every single deal in, you know? So if, you know, you've ever looked at the pie of what Carrie Johnston does, 
I think my average credit score is a 740 of all my loans that I closed and it's 80 to 88% LTB. And so you're like, wow, you're competing against, you know, credit unions in your backyard. You know, those are, you know, those are kind of hard to beat. You know, you have your A plus paper. Here's the thing I'll say to this, and I might get some kickback on this, but it is okay. Um, I am not going to have my paycheck be determined by a 580 credit score. I won't do it because a 580 credit score will always have something that comes up, right? And so that's all you start to get from those realtors too. And there's certain realtors that that's all they get too, right? So don't be that loan officer that you're known to, I'll take whatever, you know, give me the 580s, give me the 620s, because promise you that will hurt your reputation. I promise you. And I love working with these clients though too. I love working with them because I know what I'm doing when it comes to getting the credit score up. So if I feel like that client's like listening to what I'm saying, like, okay, let's really work through, are you taking down notes? Are you listening to what I'm telling you to do in order to increase your credit score? Then do it, you know, because I'll say, hey, if you don't do what I'm telling you to do, five years from now, we'll have this exact same conversation. You still won't be a homeowner, right? So keep me posted. And I hold that account accountable. Like, hey, I'll expect a text saying, yeah, I saved up enough money, Carrie. I can pay down my city card. I would much, much rather work with that client and increasing their credit score because I can promise you the one 620 that didn't tell you and it wasn't on their credit report that they defaulted on a government-backed student loan. And now you can't go FHA because, you know, they don't have a clear papers and they don't have the money to pay out the collection. That one deal that you took is going to erase the 15 loans that you did that month because of the word of mouth of that one realtor going, she didn't know what she's doing. Last minute, she, you know, killed this deal. I won't have that make my paycheck. And that is what we're after, right? You know, so work with those clients, help their credit score. Don't be known as the loan officer that's going to you know, take that, that lower score because that's what you'll be known for. And I can promise you that's not a stable paycheck. Work with that client to help the credit score. We don't want to like turn them down and just forget about them. That's not what I'm saying here. Let's increase their score. Don't let that client that's a lower score become and define you because I can promise you that won't lead to a very big paycheck because those are clients that you know they're going to fall out of your pipeline too. That's not something you can hang your hat on. Wow, that's good stuff right there. I love it. You know, what I mean, yeah, and, and I think even now, especially you know, in this higher rate environment, which are still historically low, but we can spend that any way we want. Yeah. But you know, even with that, I think people now are going, "Oh, I got to take on clients that I probably wouldn't have before." But you got to be careful. So when yeah. you when you're talking to your consumers or your clients, um, you're pretty straightforward with them, aren't you? I'm a straight shooter as a person, you know, so you already know that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, you see what you get, you know, it's kind of like one of those that, you know, uh, realtor relationships are also like, Mark, you're friends with the friends that you have for a reason, right? You, uh, you common people, you know, so you don't have to be liked by every realtor, right? There's certain realtors that you're just like, we don't have anything in common, right? It's okay. You know, those are things that are okay. You know, you can't have every single realtor, you know, find the ones that you identify the most with 
and go after these heavy hitters. You know, if you're going to be that timid and feel like there's a reason why they're successful. And guess what? Success always partners with success, right? So be that success and partner with them. Figure out what you need to do. And if you find out, hey, we're two very different people, then fine. There's your answer. It's okay. That's perfect. Yep. I, I tell people that all the time. And I always talk about, you know, relationships and partnerships. And I like using the word partner. I always tell people because I do like a ton of speaking, like even at Success Track and stuff, which is do you have realtors or do you have realtor partners? And once you kind of put that word on the end of partner, it changes the whole scope of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's important that you get with people that are like-minded like you, that have the same goals as you, because if not, you're just going to beat your head against the wall. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, Carrie. So you've given us, you know, quite a bit of time here. And I, I, I'm telling you, I, I appreciate this one. This is a this, this is going up on top of my podcast list of, of interviews that I've done here. Uh, but with that being said, you know, you, we, we talked about you've been around for a while. You've been through this. Besides just change, what, what piece of advice, let's just say you're at Fuse and you're up on the stage and we're in the same environment we're in right now. What's one piece of advice that you would give to this broker community right now with what we're dealing with right now? Embrace the change. You know, yeah. accept it and go feel like it's an opportunity, not a detriment. Um, and don't be an excuse finder. I love it. I love it. Like even with even with aim itself, you know, because I have my own shop and I'm you, I, I find myself I'm having more time to do cool things for my business and, and new adventures for my business. And then with aim, the, the thing I kind of like about it and kind of embracing this little bit of a slowdown time is I can't tell you how many more conversations I'm having with people because they're not as busy. You know what I mean? So it's like people are learning more about AIM. I'm learning more about myself instead of just getting in the rat race and going. So anything that we're doing right now, and I'm echoing Carrie right here, just embrace it, change with it, adapt with it. There's still so much business out there. The one thing I love telling people is this is right now, the wholesale channel, the whole wholesale channel is just over 20% of the market. It's just over 20% of the market. So uh, there's so much more business out there. It's just, right. we can't be lazy. We can't be lazy and rely on rates. I mean, just like you said, you know, you can be an excuse person or you can be a doer. So what do you want to be? Yeah. Well, to your comment there, Mark, that you have now no more time to really talk to these, you know, realtors too. Promise you, Mark, you're solidifying a relationship right there. That might have been a realtor that they said they use you, but you know what? They use Joe Smith, you know, whoever. And yeah. now they're not around, you know, because, you know, five months from now they cut, you know, their staff. Right. So then you've already solidified that in the slower time. It's an opportunity. This is an opportunity and embrace those opportunities. So good for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I, you know, I love having these conversations with people like you. I love, I mean, because I can say it till I'm blue in the face, people may be sick of me. It's been over four years now, but just hearing new people and, and you know, like um, you're going to be a big part of AIM, you know what I mean? And, and we're very, very excited about it and love to hear your story. And, and listen, I've taken up a lot of your time today, but I just want to thank you for, for coming on this podcast and sharing, you know, your success. I absolutely love it. Thank you for your time. No, thank you for the opportunity. Always a pleasure seeing you, Mark. And um, yeah, we we can't say enough good things about what AIM and the brokers are better communities doing for all of us. And, um, you know, nothing but love here. So thank you. Well, I appreciate that. So brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, 
please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all of our broker to broker podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you can download podcasts. Do me a favor, rate the podcast, subscribe to it, leave a review. It helps us get, get the podcast out there and spread the word that brokers are better. And Carrie, as I like to say, you're one of those. You're one of the best brokers out there. So once again, thank you for joining us today. No, thank you. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.